0: Three El Gimel ELO, Tzadik, his conversations, five fifty two. People often get depressed, especially when praying, because of various doubts and worries that come into their minds about something they think they did wrong, or because of their sins. In this connection, the Rebbe once told me a story about the Balshemtov. Once the Balshemtov stood up to pray. But he found it impossible to pray because he was disturbed by his thoughts. He was worrying about the fact that he used to light his pipe with a candle made of forbidden fat, which apparently meant that he was guilty of transgressing the prohibition of forbidden fat. Because of this, he could not pray. The more he wanted to pray and to push this thought out of his mind, the more impossible he found it. Each time he kept on worrying that he had transgressed the prohibition of forbidden fat. It was impossible for him to even begin to pray. What did the Belshemtov do? He jumped up, and made an oath that he would always light his pipe with a candle made of forbidden fat, and so he did, for it is a well-known fact that the Belshemtov used to light his pipe with a candle made of forbidden fat. I heard the Rebbe say. But what you don't know is that a chastid who has fallen away is worse than an apostate. He said this during a conversation we had when I visited him in Medvedevka. We were discussing a certain known friend of mine, and I remarked that the Rebbe had done this man a favor by drawing him closer, as my friend would have surely fallen away, God forbid. He's not yet overcome this, the Rebbe said, and unfortunately this is eventually what did happen. Rabbi Nachman then concluded with the above. Rabbi Nachman's wisdom, his wisdom, 263. Someone told me that he had talked with the Rebbe about the fact that it had become fairly common for relationships between the younger men and their wives to degenerate and result in separation and occasionally in divorce, God forbid. The Rebbe said, This is the work of the evil inclination. It works very hard to ruin the family life of young men, in order to trap them in its net, God forbid. It lies in wait for them, to snare them while they are young, working to destroy their family life. It destroys their relationship with all sorts of trickery. He spoke about this at length. 264. The Rebbe often stressed the importance of honoring and respecting our wives. He said, Women have much anguish from their children. They suffer in pregnancy and childbirth. And then have the trouble of raising their children. This is besides the many other areas in which they suffer. You should take this into consideration and honor and respect your wife. The Talmud teaches honor your wife that you may have wealth, Bava Metzia fifty nine A. It also states it is sufficient that they raise our children. two sixty five The Rebbe warned us very strongly not to eat raw onions. It made no difference whether they were mixed with oil, fat, or eggs, even for Shabbat. Many people had a custom of eating chopped eggs and onions on Shabbat. The Rebbe ridiculed this practice, saying, How can they claim that it is a good custom to eat something as harmful as this? The Rebbe said that onions are harmful in many ways, and counted out numerous illnesses that can be caused by them. Although the details were not preserved, the main lesson was that onions should be avoided, even if they are mixed with something else on Shabbat. The only safe way to eat them is cooked. The entire conversation came about when we mentioned to the Rebbe that we had heard that the Balshemtov had spoken very strongly against eating raw onions. The Rebbe agreed that this was true and began to reckon numerous reasons for it. It was at this time that we heard the above. The Aleph Bet Book Repentance a 28. A person's original intentions help him carry out and conclude his actions in holiness. But if his original thoughts lacked holiness, he will encounter mishap after mishap to the very end. 29. The table upon which guests are served atones for sins. 30. Increased prominence atones for sins. 31. There are times when a person who has begun to repent encounters suffering. This is because he had previously delayed returning to God. 32. When one sighs, he becomes a new person. 33. The love that people have for the tzaddikim enables the tzaddikim to bring the masses back to God in repentance. 34. In the merit of a person who brings the masses to repent, fear and controversy disappear from the world 35 by helping orphans a person breaks the power of the nations and by breaking them wicked Jews return to god in repentance Kitzer lekotey moharan 2 lesson number 39 1 absolutely everything that exists was created solely for the sake of the jewish people and the whole reason that the jewish people were created was for the sake of shabbat which is the ultimate goal. For Shabbat was the goal and purpose of the creation of heaven and earth, and Shabbat is the world of souls, the world that is entirely Shabbat. For there, in the world of souls, we will perceive God properly without any veils separating us from Him, and each person will point with his finger, saying, This is God, we hoped in Him, as our sages of blessed memory said, Ta'anit 31a. But it is impossible to fully reach this goal without the soul first passing through this lowly world that was created in the six days of creation. And this is truly one of the Creator's wonders. A person must delve deeply to know and to recognize the greatness of the Creator through each and everything that he sees in the creation, in the unique form and appearance of its various parts, its structure, and so on. He must serve God with this until he comes to the goal of that thing, which is the aspect of Shabbat. People of small worth, as we are today, for we are all at an extremely inferior level at which it is impossible for us to attain this knowledge, we must deeply yearn and long. If only we had a leader of the generation, a trustworthy shepherd who could illuminate this knowledge and perception even within us, so that we might merit to attain the ultimate goal. 2. The statement of our sages of blessed memory, it would have been better for man had he not been created than to have been created, Ervin 13b, applies only to this world. For given the troubles and suffering that each person endures in this world, certainly it would have been better had he not been created at all. From the perspective of the world to come, however, It is certainly better that he was created, since only through this does man reach his ultimate goal. Rabbi Nachman's Stories Faith Then, one day, he sat down to eat, with the diamond lying in front of him on the table where he could enjoy it. Sitting there, he dozed off. Meanwhile, the mess boy came and cleared the table, shaking the tablecloth with its its crumbs and the diamond into the sea. When he woke up and realized what had happened, he almost went mad with grief. Besides, the captain was a ruthless man who would not hesitate to kill him for his fare. Having no other choice, he continued to act happy, as if nothing had happened. The captain would usually speak to him a few hours every day, and on this day he put himself in good spirits so that the captain was not aware that anything was wrong. The captain said to him, I want to buy a large quantity of wheat, and I will be able to sell it in London for a huge profit. But I am afraid that I will be accused of stealing from the king's treasury. Therefore, I will arrange for the wheat to be bought in your name. I will pay you well for your trouble. The poor man agreed. But as soon as they arrived in London, the captain died. The entire shipload of wheat was in the poor man's name, and it was worth many times as much as the diamond. Rabbi Nachman concluded, The diamond did not belong to the poor man, and the proof is that he did not keep it. The wheat, however, did belong to him, and the proof is that he kept it. But he got what he deserved only because he remained happy. Reb Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 213 It certainly is true that no person deserves to attain holiness and to serve God, who is great Awesome, lofty, and exalted, particularly not people who are as full of wrongdoing and sin as we are in these generations. But the true tzedekim have already told us, and our master, teacher, and Rebbe in particular, that the essence of God's greatness is that the person who is most distant from Him and the most attached to physicality can and should serve Him. This is God's greatest pleasure and delight. For wherever we find God's greatness, we also find His humility. I have already told you many times that this mistake is very commonly found among young people. Each one thinks that this principle does not apply to him, given how dirty and sullied he is and how much wrong he has committed. But the truth is just the opposite. It applies especially to him. But why should I go on talking to you anyway, when you do not heed my words?" All of which are the words of the living God. For I receive them from the fount of living waters, the stream which flows forth, the source of wisdom. As expressed in the verse, Deep waters are the counsel in a man's heart. Deep, deep, who will find it? It is precisely through straightforwardness and simplicity that each person, wherever he may be at any given time, can plumb these deep waters and discover this counsel. A person's principal test and the essence of his refining process is that, through all the declines and falls, and through all the things that he goes through, he should not become distanced from God, from Torah, or from prayer. I have been looking lately in, into the most recent volume that I wrote, which speaks about the ideas I innovated with God's help last Shavuot and during that period. See si Likute Halachot, Hechsher Kalim 4. They are wondrous words indeed, which constantly give life to the soul. I therefore yearn very much for you to receive them. God willing, when you are here, remind me, and I will give them to you. For the teachings which I have originated most recently are without a doubt indispensable for you. Letters, Year 2, Letter number 466 Now, my dear son, begin to understand afresh the lesson on the verse Azamra, I will sing to my God with what I have left, Likutei Maharan 1, 282, and make a new start at accustoming yourself to apply it anew every day. Out of my love for you, and out of my obligation to fulfill tell them to your children and your children's children, I will now teach you anew a few words of this lesson. I will do so in Yiddish, so that the words will enter your heart, and you will be able to practice them simply and straightforwardly. This is what our great and awesome Rebbe of holy, sainted memory used to say. When a person sees that he is very inferior indeed, it is forbidden for him to fall. Rather, he must encourage himself and reflect, Have I never ever done anything good? Did I never perform a single mitzvah? Well, I do fast on Yom Kippur, and also on Tisha B'Av, and all the other four fast days too, even though it is very painful for me. I also go to the mikvah on occasion and even amidst all my wrongdoing God save us I really am trying and I very much want to rescue myself no matter what I still have some good points in me in that I have done the will of the creator a number of times in this way a person must encourage himself and absolutely never despair so it is written in the book Moharan 1, 282 in the holy tongue look it up It is clearly explained there. I only went over a few points in Yiddish to put the words anew into your heart. But if, God forbid, the evil one still attacks, well, it is necessary to go back and to apply this teaching again and again, every single day, all the time. Then, in the meantime, God helps tremendously. It is particularly important to rouse oneself to articulate and express all this before God, and to say, Master of the universe, however I am, however I am, you know my pain and I know my pain. Still, though, you did an eternal kindness with me and you created me from the seed of Israel and you did not make me a Gentile. Still, they performed the Brit milah circumcision, on me and they spilled my blood on the eighth day. Then, in cheder, I learned Aleph Bet, Siddur, chumash, and Talmud. How many slaps and how much pain I suffered for my teachers. And I have also worked hard many times on myself. What can a person do? I want to do your will, but the leaven in the dough, the evil urge, holds me back. Brachot 17a If the Holy Tana, the rabbi in the Talmud, was not ashamed to say this, we certainly do not need to be ashamed to cry it out before God, with all kinds of cries and entreaties. (laughs) Shemot HaTzadikim Rav Manumi Rabbi Manumi Bar Chilkiah. Manumi Bereda Rav Nahumi Minyamin Barchia, Minyamin Ger Hamitsri Minyamin Saksakaa Minyamin barihi, Ravmanasya, Rav Manassiah Bar Bereda Rav Manassiah Rav menasya Rabba Rav Manasha Rav Manasha Bar zavid. Rav Manasha Bar gada. Rav Bar Shaguveli menasha Ben Azat Rav Menasheh bar Yirmiya Rav Menasheh bar Yirmiya midifta Rav Menasheh bar Yehuda Rav Menasheh ben Yaakov Rav Menasheh bar Tachlifa Rav Menasheh Rav Menasheh bar Rabi Menasheh bar Menasheh Rabbi Menasheh Rabbi Maadia Rav Mordechai Rabbi Maryun. Rav Maryun bar Oven Meremer Ha'acharon Meremer bar Chanina Bar Marina. Rav Marinas, father of Rav Shabtai. Rabbi Marinas bar Ushaya. Rav Marinas, Rav Mashin bar Nagra. Rav Masharshia bar Chilkai. Rav Masharshia, Rav Masharshia ben Rava. Rav Masharshia bar Chanin. Rav Masharshia b'Rei Rav Acha. Rav Masharshia bar Rav. Rav Masharshia ben Beno Shall Rav Acha Barav. Rav Mesharshia Marei der Rav Chia Rav Ami Rav Mesharshia Beri Natan Rav Rav Idi Rav Rav Mesharshia Mitusanya Rav Mesharshia Bar Pakud Rav Mesharshia Beri Rav Bevai Rav Matun Matya Ben Shmuel Rav Matya Ben Harash Rav Matna Matityahu Bar Yehuda Mukrat, Buried Together with Yonatan Ben Uziel Reb Nussin's Prayers 2, Prayer number 41 on the Mahoran 2, 82 Master of the world, what shall I say? How shall I speak? How can I justify myself? There is no word on my tongue, because you know everything, Hashem. Back and front you have hemmed me in, and placed your hand upon me. It is wondrous beyond my understanding, exalted, I cannot grasp it. How can someone like myself, as immature as I am, nullify that which is not in order and put it in order? How can a person as immature as I am truly connect myself at every moment to Hashem and constantly attach Hashem to my thoughts? At every moment, may I think of him and truly cling to him, nullifying myself, my entire being, and all of my lusts and evil traits to him with a truly complete nullification, may I literally be as nothing and truly know how lowly I am. May I truly be on the level of ma, truly connected to and incorporated into him, until everything will be returned to in order, and all of those who oppose and dispute my will shall be nullified, so that everything will truly be in accordance with your will. Master of the world, teach me the ways of true humility. Teach me how to shatter and nullify the pride in my mind and heart. In truth, I know a little of my lowliness, that it is not fit for me to indulge in thoughts that are proud, coarse, and filled with impure motives, due to the devastating aggregation of my measureless ruination and blemishes, since I have transgressed, sinned and offended before you so much from my beginning until this day. Nevertheless, I am not yet cleansed of pride and haughtiness, but I remain totally removed from true humility. Because of this, I am far from the level of matters being in order. The dynamic of things being not in order constantly rises against me, heaven forbid. Nothing goes in order for me. Rather, everything is twisted and confused. My mind is twisted and confused by turmoil and suffering that originate from a number of areas. Moreover, my income, which I earn until my eyes are exhausted, is strained and slight, and a multitude of creditors and debts harasses harasses me. I, and all those who depend on me, experience other types of suffering as well. All of this is due to the dynamic of things being not in order, which came about because I damaged my humility and stumbled into pride and egotism. May the compassionate one protect me from now on. The Path of Repentance And so, I come to you, Hashem our God and God of our fathers, requesting that you help me and save me, in the merit and power of the path of repentance that Moses and all of the true Tzadikim drew down into the world, so that from now on I will truly return to you in complete repentance with all my heart. You know the wondrous pathways of repentance that they brought into the world. They lowered themselves and connected themselves to the least of the least, even to a person as lowly as I am, on whatever level I may be and they continue to connect themselves to me on my present level, so that as far as they are concerned, nothing will prevent them from extricating me from my exile, from raising me and truly bringing me to holiness, and elevating me higher and higher. Have compassion on me, and always help me connect myself to holy tzaddikim such as they. May the pathways of holiness and repentance that they draw into the world be revealed to me, From now on, may I truly return to you in full repentance. May I truly connect myself with you and cling to you always with true, complete humility and self-negation. In your compassion, guard me and save me so that no descent or ascent will have the power to distance me from you, heaven forbid. For sometimes a man is distanced, heaven forbid, as a result of an ascent in which you have placed him such as when you shower him with an abundance of riches, or when he experiences an abundance of awareness and knowledge of your loftiness, because an abundance of divine light blinds his eyes and hurts him, heaven forbid. Therefore, I have come to ask you to shield me with your hand, to guard me, save me, and protect me, so that nothing will hurt me and I will never be distanced from you. May I always find you, even if I descend, heaven forbid, to the lowest level, even to the ten crowns of pollution, heaven forbid. As the verse states, His kingdom rules over all. And when I ascend, when you have compassion on me and raise me higher and higher, with every ascent may I find you always. May I always come close to you on every level, whether things are going well or poorly, heaven forbid whether I am descending or ascending. As the verse states, if I rise to heaven, you are there. And if I lie down in Sheol, there you are. May I truly attain complete repentance from now and forever.